disturbing for my slumber. I am eternal dragon. Now make your first wish. Your wish has been granted. Here is your host, Tim Bridgewater. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 80. That's 8-0 of Rock the Dragon, a Dragon Ball Super podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Tim Bridgewater. The reason why I said it like that is because, well, it's episode 80. And like I think I said this before, anytime you get to an episode where there's a zero at the end, you feel like you made some sort of an accomplishment (laughs) or something, right? Because that means, hey, 80 episodes, that means 20 episodes away from 100. Now, that's still a very long ways away from now. But here's to going to 100 episodes, right? Uh, Once again, you guys can always find me at Facebook.com slash Rock the Dragon Podcast. Um, There's a YouTube channel now, of course. So if you head over to YouTube and search Rock the Dragon Podcast, you should find it there. I haven't been able to really update that in a while, along with the podcast itself, as I'm sure most of you guys have noticed. Uh, I talked about this in the past few episodes. I finally I am back now. I am home. I essentially went out of town for two separate weeks. Uh, I was gone for about nine days. I was in San Diego and Los Angeles, Los Angeles, California. I came back for about five days and then I went to Miami, Florida for like another five days. Okay, so uh, I'm home now. I basically slept uh, about 12 hours or so and I got a lot more to go because I did not get much sleep during the past three weeks. It's just been a lot of stuff going on. Super busy. Not all of it has been work, but a lot of it and most of it has been, uh, especially Miami. That was mostly sort of a work thing. Um, L.A. San Diego was sort of a combination of both. Uh, you guys may have noticed I posted a photo from my sort of my San Diego adventure over on the Facebook page. I will be posting more of those soon, maybe even one along with the podcast post for this episode, because uh, I think you guys will actually kind of dig it. Once again, those photos were sort of a part of a bigger sort of project that I'm working on that is definitely 100 percent related to Dragon Ball Super as well as this podcast. I don't want to go into much more beyond that because, well, you know, you can kind of jinx things if you talk too much about it. But, I, you know, it's definitely something that I'm working on for y'all and I hope you dig it. But I don't want to go into too much detail about it. Because by some chance it doesn't happen, then I won't have to feel so bad about it, right? (laughs) But I think I've already gone too far by talking about it. I've already said too much. So I'm going to drop it and leave it alone right now. Anyway, so yeah, uh, just sort of a brief sort of summary of, you know, of everything. Yeah, I was gone for a while. And of course, uh, hell, episode 81 of Dragon Ball Super is probably just aired or is about to air. So this is a little bit weird because this episode, of course, is pertaining to episode 80 of Dragon Ball Super. But once again, I'm just trying to get caught up. So don't worry. Episode 81 will probably be along somewhere maybe by Wednesday. Right. That way I can give you guys some chance uh, to actually listen to episode 80. Send in your emails, any questions, concerns. There's been a lot, a big shortage of emails coming in, which totally makes sense because the schedule has been completely fucked up. (laughs) I've been gone a lot and all that kind of stuff, but don't worry, we're back now. So feel free to send in your emails and we can get back into our regularly uh, scheduled program and etc. With that being said, I do have two emails that I'm going to read this episode. But as I do from time to time, we'll just go ahead and save those until the end because they pertain to episode 80 of Dragon Ball Super. Okay, so remember, we have an email segment called What Are You Saying? So if you have any questions, comments, concerns about anything Dragon Ball related, you just want to send in an email, say what's up, say hello, ask any questions. You can send me an email at rockthedragonpodcast at gmail.com and I will do my best to answer those questions for you. 
And also just sort of a little bit of a reminder here, and I'm sure you guys have noticed this with episode 79, is that the more we get into these episodes of this tournament, where the majority of the episodes would just be fights, the less sort of, uh, I don't know, uh, analysis I think I'll be able to do of the episodes, right? Because once you get into a lot of fighting, there's not a lot to dissect about that. You know, a lot of the more interesting podcast episodes, at least uh, from what I understand, and I agree, typically come when I'm, you know, there's something happening story-wise that's worth speculating about and asking questions and, and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But if it's just fights, then there's going to kind of be sort of a commentary sort of a thing. The episodes may be shorter depending on how many emails I get and et cetera. Uh, I felt kind of bad giving you guys like a 30 minute episode last time, but <laughs> there was really nothing else to talk about. Cause once again, I, didn't, I don't think I had any emails and when you're just kind of watching a fight, there's only so much you can say. Now this is mostly a fight this episode as well, but there are some sort of interesting story related developments that come across in this episode as well. So hopefully we can get some decent conversation out of it. And then of course I do have the two messages slash emails I'm going to read at the end. So uh, with no further ado, let's just go ahead and jump to the episode talk for this week of course this episode of rock the dragon podcast episode 80 is going to cover episode 80 of dragon ball super titled awaken your dormant fighting spirit gohan's fight man what a hell of a title right hell of a title I'm not sure that it's exactly accurate. I don't necessarily feel like there was a good example of Gohan's dormant spiting, uh, spiting, his spiting spirit, uh, Gohan's dormant fighting spirit really awakening here. I mean, because usually I think when we when we read a title like that, we're thinking, oh, shit. This is this is Gohan's thing, right? He's going to be backed into a corner where he's forced to find a way out of it. And he's going to like tap into this angry side of himself and his power is going to come out and just unleash all over this person. We don't really get that. Um, but what we do get is pretty good. And more and more importantly, I'm just excited to see Gohan step into the ring. OK, I'm just excited to see Gohan fight again. I mean, it's been a long time coming. It took 80 episodes to get to this point. <laughs> 80 do you do you understand what i'm saying here uh unless i'm forgetting something gohan has not had a fight until now okay Uh, he kind of got involved in the action a little bit when frieza showed up but that didn't last long right i remember him powering up and essentially just getting his ass whipped like it was nothing okay so it took 80 episodes for gohan to get into a fight Okay, now I try not to shit on Dragon Ball Super. Obviously, we've had this conversation before. I prefer Dragon Ball Z. Um, and hopefully Super will change my mind <laughs> by the time that it's over. And this everything is going in a pretty good direction at this point. But that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about, right? Like 80 episodes in and we're just now getting Gohan in the ring. Okay, so but better late than never. Okay, I can say the same thing about this podcast, I guess, too, <laughs> for this week. Okay, anyway. So, yeah, we got to just kind of refresh ourselves a little bit on where where we are and uh, how we got to this point. Remember, we're now at basically the middle of the Zeno Expo, uh, just sort of a miniature exhibition pre tournament of power sort of fight to just sort of showcase uh, the appeal and the excitement of the fights to uh, alternate future Grand Zeno. (laughs) God, that's a lot of shit. Uh, and so far, we've got Majin Buu versus uh, shit. I don't remember the per- first person's name now. Uh, Basil, 
right? We got we got Boo versus Basil, and Boo came out as the victor there. Uh, and now we've got Gohan versus Lavender, and we'll have Goku versus whoever the third brother's name is. All these guys, these three fighters from Universe 9 are brothers, okay? Uh, so, yeah, up next we've got Gohan. So, the interesting thing about this is we got a lot of questions, right? Uh, Gohan hasn't trained in who knows how long, or if he has, we haven't seen it. Uh, even if he has, it hasn't been a lot, okay? We know that he, his power has taken a major hit ever since um, Majin Buu was defeated, Kid Buu. Because he hasn't really been training, he's been focusing on being a family man. So this is kind of an interesting sort of situation for him to be in. And we're all kind of sitting on the edge of our seats, kind of wondering exactly how this is going to turn out. Of course, he himself at the start of the episode kind of says that out loud, um, which I thought was a little bit weird. I mean, look, I know it's an anime. In an anime, people talk to themselves a lot. <laughs> but it's it's usually like an internal monologue. So it's just kind of weird for him to just kind of say it out loud. But he's basically just kind of letting us know he's going to have to figure out a different sort of course of action here because he cannot sense any of these fighters from Universe 9's energy. This is something that they established already. And it's doing exactly what uh, I think Goku hinted at, and that's saying that now they have to find more unique and creative ways to defeat these opponents. And I like that a lot. I think that is going to introduce some things that we haven't seen before. Uh, in terms of these fights because how easy would it be to just throw them all into the ring and just have them fight right but if they have to do something different maybe rely on some different senses that they don't normally use and view things in sort of a different sort of a way then that's cool because that means we get to see some new shit right so that has got me excited excited about it um so Gohan's kind of talking about it. He's not really freaking out, but he's just saying he has to do this and do that. And Goku's reassuring him and saying, you know, don't overthink it. Don't worry about the fact that you can't sense his power. Uh, just give it your all, uh, you know, and, and et cetera. <laughs> There's just something really, I love it, man. I love it that no matter how old Gohan gets, when Goku's on the sideline watching his fights, he still gives him advice. And he still kind of stands back like that proud dad anytime he does something uh, cool. And we got a lot of that this episode, and it took me right back to Dragon Ball Z. You know, it took me right back to the fights uh, with Gohan and Cell. You know, with Gohan, Goku's just kind of standing on the side and just kind of watching everything. And because uh, we've gotten a big, big, like severe sort of uh, <clears throat> decline in Gohan and Goku spending time together in Super. And I get it; he's not a kid anymore. He's not going to hang out with his dad as much. <clears throat> he's got his own wife, his own kid. So it's nice for them to just kind of like go back to that um, because it just reminds us, right? And it just kind of takes us back. So um, the fight best basically begins here. Now, once again, it's hard to kind of dissect these fights. So I'll just kind of get to sort of the main points here. They kind of jump in. They start going at it. It doesn't take long at all for Lavender to poison Gohan. <laughs> okay. We knew there was probably going to be some kind of twist here in this fight, something that was going to make it a little bit more challenging for him, especially considering the fact that he hasn't been training. Um, I don't think they necessarily had to do this, but once again, it just kind of gave you like a, it just made it sort of a, a, a unique sort of situation that he had to overcome. And as Goku himself says, this kind of provides a perfect training opportunity for Gohan because, you know, he's been out of it. So now he can't see his opponent and he can't sense his opponent's energy. Okay. So now he has to try to, you know, 
use some technique or some ability or some perspective that he hasn't that he would have used otherwise. Uh, and of course, Supreme Kai sort of immediately acknowledges the fact that Gohan has been poisoned. He wants to give him a sensu. Uh, I've noticed they've been just referring to them as sensus a lot lately. I don't know if that's more if they're trying to stay more with the Japanese uh, <laughs> with the, the sub or not version um, by doing that. But they, you know, they haven't been referring to them as sensu beans as much. There's just there's just been sensu. So I don't know. There's just a small observation that I made here. But Gohan is saying, no, I don't I don't want that. I don't need that. I'm going to figure it out on my own. And Goku kind of agrees here. Uh, and of course, they do make this mention that like the poison will actually start to rot uh, his body. Yeah, and that's where Supreme Kai comes in and offers the Sensu Bean. And he says, hey, you know what? Last time they used the power up, so we should be able to use one too. But Gohan is saying, I don't need it. I'll figure this out on my own. I, even th- I think Goku gives him like a little smirk there, like a little smile. And that's just... Once again, it's just those little moments like that. You know, they can just cut to Goku for a second and, 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 and you see him standing there smiling. And then it just it just brings you back, man. It bring it gives you that Dragon Ball feeling. Now, later on, he offers to hold the Sensu beans for Supreme Kai, which didn't really amount to anything. I mean, at the end of this fight, he gives Gohan a Sensu, but I don't see why he had to hold them in the meantime, unless he was trying to like you know, make sure Supreme Kai didn't throw one to him. I just thought that that was a little bit weird. Uh, but yeah, we get a little bit of exposition that just kind of explains exactly what the poison is going to do to Gohan. We can see it taking effect because you can see the purple around his eyes. So at this point, he's starting to realize, okay, uh, I can't see now. Okay. I can't sense his power. So I have to feel his presence. Right. And this is something that is very common in uh, anime as well as just in the history of martial arts right and philosophy and 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 stuff like that you know it's it goes beyond physical training a lot of it is mental a lot of it is being able to sense use your senses and rely on things without being able to see it to see your uh, you know the the other senses and there's something that came up a lot in avatar the last airbender actually too uh so there's a moment here the way he just kind of has to rely on that and 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 lavender tries to land a blow on him but he just kind of feels he just touches barely touches the top of his hair and that's enough for him to know exactly where he is and how to counter it and everything so this is cool stuff right so he's basically just kind of countering everything that lavender's throwing at him at this point and of course in typical standard (laughs) dragon ball fashion the person is like, how are you doing this? How are you blocking my blows? How are you know? I mean, they're always super surprised by it. <laughs> I can't wait to see how badass the older brother is going to be because, you know, he's going to be badass. They, he just looks badass. He looks cooler than the than this, the two younger brothers. He's got the scarf going on. So I can't wait to see what happens when he and Goku fight. Uh, but yeah, so basically after Gohan is poisoned, he spends a couple minutes just basically kicking the shit out of Lavender. Okay, just kind of, uh, just you know, just kind of responding, using his senses to to sort of counter everything. So um, he has to evolve too, right? So Lavender, they sh- they show that these Universe Nine fighters are not 
all talk. They have to use some thought process too. So he decides to fly up into the sky. Okay, we've seen very little flying, I feel like, here <laughs> as well. But at this, probably because they wanted to place an emphasis, emphasis on it for this fight, right? So he hovers up and now they're saying, uh-oh, what's he gonna do now, right? It's gonna be a little bit harder to detect what's going on with Lavender because he's further away and not only that, he's in the sky. So it's not like you can feel the vibrations under your feet of his movements if he's not on the ground. So this is just another challenge for Goku. So Lavender flies up, sorry, Gohan, uh, flies up and just kind of starts to, you know, send this barrage of, 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 of key blasts at him. And we get a moment where Mr. Satan makes a comment and Goku just kind of reminds us is that, you know, when Gohan gets trapped into a corner and he's forced to find a way out, that's when he's sort of at his best. So I don't know. I feel like they kind of hinted at that throughout this episode and with the title. And once again, I don't think we really got that. What he did was is he just kind of found a way around the situation. You know, he didn't it wasn't like an anger thing. It was just more of like, OK, I have to find a solution to this. And he did that. Uh, but we'll get to more of that in a second. Now, his solution to this moment is to increase his power. So this is when he powers up to Super Saiyan. OK. Or Super Saiyan 2 or whatever. I'm just going to say Super Saiyan because it's just easier. <laughs> okay. But yeah, how exciting is it to see Gohan looking like this again? Hell, the last time we saw him power up to Super Saiyan. Well, I guess he was during the. Uh, oh, you know what? I forgot. <laughs> okay. A little bit of a retraction as far as Gohan fighting. I completely forgot about the Great Saiyan stuff. I mean, I guess that counted. Okay, those during the filler episodes, the ones that just happened not too long ago, those were fights. But come on, you know, I was really talking about the real fighting like this, where he's clearly fighting a worthy opponent. Okay, so, yeah, we got to see him go Super Saiyan during those two episodes. Uh, but other than that, I think we hadn't seen it since Frieza and, and his hair looked stupid back then. It was just every everything about that was bad. So now we get to see him standing here looking badass his hair is looking right he's looking good he's looking buff he's looking tough good stuff and of course all of the other you know universes are kind of in awe because they you know haven't really seen a transformation like this and where someone's glowing and stuff and of course we do get sort of a moment here they keep kind of going back to this uh this sort of hooded cloaked figure that is with one of these other universes we don't know exactly which universe that is but it's the one with the clown <laughs> where the destroyer guy looks like a clown uh, which i think is very interesting uh but who the fuck is this guy right i mean you know because we get a shot of him their supreme kai and of course the clown guy is their destroyer so it stands to reason that this cloaked guy would be their angel right I mean, if, if we're going by what all the other universes have looked like as far as who has come along, but he doesn't necessarily have to be the, their angel. I mean, he doesn't look like the rest of them, right? He doesn't look like Whis or Vados. Uh, so who knows? I mean, he may not be an angel at all. He may just be some person that's hanging out there because, well, Universe 7 brought Mr. Satan <laughs> and Kabito and Elder Kai. Like, they don't really, they're not really directly involved in this. So who knows? But it, it seems like Unless I'm mistaken and, and unless I missed something, 
that universe doesn't have an angel there. There's just this guy with a hooded cloak on or whatever. So I don't know, but I'm sure we'll find out. So very interesting universe <laughs> so far with uh, Pennywise being there as the destroyer guy as well. So, yeah, uh, Gohan powers up. And of course, now it's working in his favor. He's deflecting all the key blasts. He's kind of, you know, just sort of breaking through everything. He flies up to the sky and starts to kind of give Lavender his all. He's kind of, you know, just pummeling him. Um, and of course, he's reacting to it, just saying that, <clears throat> I don't get it. <laughs> you can't even see me. It makes me wonder, like, what kind of training process do these fighters in the other universes go through if they're so surprised that someone can fight with their eyes closed? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that should be pretty standard in this world now, right? That that kind of shit doesn't matter, depending on how strong you are. Uh, but yeah, of course, we get a little bit of commentary on, you know, on the side from Whis. He's kind of become that guy. <laughs> so he mentioned something about it being a double-edged sword, which very quickly sort of reveals itself. Uh, and I actually kind of started to predict it a little bit before it happened, you know, because I'm thinking, well, he's poisoned and he's powered up now and there's been sort of a history in the dragon ball world of that not turning out super well for people uh and it doesn't so there's this moment where gohan is rushing toward lavender and then he just kind of falls out of the sky and he's in pain so uh yeah basically what was happening here is that you know he was trying to push himself too hard and pushing his opponent too hard and he, as a result of that, the poison started to move a lot faster through his system because, well, when you power up and you can increase your key like that, that makes everything stronger, faster, etc. So it stands to reason that your bloodstream would move a lot faster. Your your adrenaline will go up. Your testosterone levels will rise, whatever. So it, it made sense that it would spread faster. And that's definitely something that they've done before. So uh, it's always cool when they bring up things that have happened before and just don't create new shit <laughs> out of nowhere with no explanation or anything like that. Now, I forgot to mention also that they mentioned here that part of the reason Gohan was able to still be able to fight in this situation is because he was using his, he was bouncing his energy off of Lavender to be able to tech where he is. That's one of the coolest things I think I've ever heard come out of this show. <laughs> you know, I love stuff like that. I love when it's more than just fighting and they have to do new things because hell man, between Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and now Super, hell, what is that like? I don't even hundreds of hundreds of episodes. You got to keep it fresh and try to show us things we haven't really seen before. So I like that. Now, he's sort of aware at this point that going Super Saiyan is hastening the spread of the poison, but he's saying it doesn't matter. That's kind of all his only course of action here. He can't see, he can't sense his energy. He needs that extra power to be able to bounce it off the opponent to be able to stand a fight, uh, to stand to stand a chance. And there's a really cool moment here where they both unleash energy waves at each other in the sky. And everybody's just kind of in awe of it. Um, and you see the poison actually starting to spread. You know, we can see it visually. We can see it basically taking over Gohan's body. Uh, and in that moment, Lavender kind of wins the energy wave battle. Um, and then he spits a bunch of more poison at him, just like this big cloud of poison. <laughs> but Gohan just keeps going, man. He flies right through it. Uh, 
knocks him up into the sky, grabs him, and he says, it doesn't matter if I can't see you or not. As long as I've got you, there's nothing you can do. Okay, so he grabs him, kind of shoots down super quick, carrying him on the way, and they just slam into the ring. All right, and that's pretty much for this, the end of this fight. Um, they're both laid out. Uh, Gohan does stand up for a second, though, and says, I won. And then he falls back down. Now, here's where my problem kind of comes in with this, is that this fight is announced as a draw. Okay, the Grand Minister comes down and says, since neither fighter are still standing, this is a draw. Uh, is it? Because, I mean, Gohan stood up, right? They were both on the ground, but Gohan stood up. Meanwhile, the other dude is knocked out. <clears throat> to me, that means Gohan is the winner. So what if he fell back down after the fact? He stood up. So he was the last one standing. So they call this one a draw. <clears throat> Whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I, I didn't necessarily agree with that. I thought that that was kind of weird, but fine. You know, if you got to do something interesting story-wise, I'll take it. Goku comes down, gives Gohan a sensu bean, uh, and he's better. You know, and he's just kind of beating himself up for not being strong enough, not being good enough. And Goku's saying, hey, doesn't matter. I was super proud of you, super excited about your fight. Uh, and it's just kind of a cool moment. <laughs> so, man, just seeing that shot of them together is pretty cool. He's kind of holding him up like that. In that shot, though, Gohan looks like he's way bigger and stronger than Goku, <laughs> the way they drew it. Uh, but yeah, so the Omni King is pretty satisfied or the Omni Kings. Um, so this fight is over and it's just sort of announced as a draw. Now here's where the story related stuff starts to kick in, okay? A bunch of stuff that I wasn't really expecting. And I'm still not exactly understanding why they felt like it was necessary to say all of this, but they're just kind of really changing everything in a way. Um, the Grand Minister mentions the fact that there are these rankings in terms of the universes for the mortals, right? Um, so not really including, you know, like the Kais and the destroyer gods and etc. Um, yeah, so he basically ranked all 12 universes and we don't know exactly where all of the universes fall. But what we do know is that the seven universe is sort of second from last. Okay, so right at right not at the very bottom but a, a little bit further up and the only one that's under them is universe nine okay so just to kind of sum all of this up the tournament of power or more or less is, is we already knew that the the losers of this tournament were going to be eliminated universe wise the universe is going to be wiped out but we also find out that not all of the universes are going to participate in this tournament uh, unless I'm misunderstanding something, because it seems as if only the low ranking, only the low ranking universes are even going to participate in the tournament of power. Um, so I think he says something like universes one in 12 and two and five or something like that are not even going to like participate because they rank high enough. So it's almost like. Uh. Grand Zeno had decided that there were too many universes anyway. Uh, and he was going to eliminate some, but now he's just going to use, he's going to eliminate the lower ones 
anyway, but now he's going to use the Tournament of Power to sort of make that decision easier. Unless I'm misunderstanding something, because it's not... They kind of give us a lot of information here in a very short amount of time. <laughs> so some of it you can kind of miss um, if you're not paying attention. And I thought they all had already known that. I thought they all knew that the lore, whoever loses, the universes that lose will actually be destroyed. But it seems like the other universes didn't know because we get this reaction from Champa, uh, and as well as this grand, this Supreme Kai from Universe 9 where they're all kind of su surprised by it. So I guess they didn't know that. Uh, unless I, I, maybe I'm misunderstanding something, but because th we've got Supreme Kai from Universe 7 asking some questions that I feel like were answered already, right? He's saying, does that apply to all of the universes that are defeated in the tournament? And he's saying, yes. He's like, well, didn't they already talk about this? <laughs> yeah, okay, the first and 12th and the fifth and eighth universes, I think. So that, those are our top ranking universes, so they won't be in this tournament. Uh, it almost just seems like the writers thought of this after the fact, right? Like they thought of the tournament of power idea, but then they realized, holy shit, we don't have enough time to do this many fights with 12 universes. So let's come up with a reason why only about half or so of those universes will be in the tournament of power. Because I can't, at this point, I can't just seem to justify why they decided to say this. Because just being like, okay, it's a, it's a tournament of power through all 12 universes, and that's it. What more fucking explanation do you need? But they're getting deeper with it now and saying, no, this ranking sort of a thing. I mean, I, I appreciate it because it's just, it's, it's sort of adding some layering and some depth to this. But I also didn't need it. So I'm a little bit confused as to why they felt like they needed to kind of go this this route. But there is this sort of this cool moment, I thought, between Beerus and Supreme Kai, where, where Beerus is saying, this is all your fault because you were foolish enough to think that of a mortal uh, world um, that they could reach a, a higher power on their own and you didn't lift a finger to help them. So now because of that, their ranking is low and now they're in sort of danger of being eliminated i like that because it first of all it, it it does better because i mentioned this before right clearly beerus <laughs> the character of beerus did not exist before dragon ball super came along okay we can pretend that he was asleep the whole time whatever <laughs> he wasn't there okay but when they do stuff like this it makes it seem like there was a previous relationship between he and supreme kai because he's saying this is all your fault because you were doing this and weren't doing this. And not only that, it kind of fleshes out Supreme Kai a little bit because I've been the one who's been saying for a long time, what the hell do these Kais do? <laughs> because when Supreme Kai first came to Earth and he was so freaking surprised at Gohan's power and Goku's power, it's like, well, what have you guys been doing this whole time? Like, what have you been watching? What exactly <laughs> have you been doing? And in a way, Beerus is kind of saying the same thing. He's saying, what have you been doing this whole time? You've been thinking that since they can just kind of rule themselves and just kind of like reach a, a higher power on their own and you haven't done anything. This is why this is happening now. Um, and meanwhile, Shin is throwing it right back at him. He's saying, well, what did you do? You've been done nothing but sleep. So it does add some sort of depth and sort of it fleshes out the world a little bit more. Makes me feel a little bit better about 
you know, this whole thing about Beerus being around this entire time uh, when they do stuff like that. So I thought that that was cool. And then they also have Elder Kai ask, hey, what happens if what happens to us deities in this situation if the universes lose? And uh, if we lose and the Grandmaster says, you guys are fucking God are here, too. <laughs> so uh, except for the angels. And then <laughs> and then Beerus looks at Weiss and is like, what makes you so special? And Weiss is like, well, my position is a little bit different, <laughs> you know, which I guess it is. Um, so, yeah, not at all of that stuff is clear ish. Uh, we do get a pretty cool moment where we get a pound between Goku and Gohan. Goku is going into the ring now for the third and final battle of the Zeno Expo. Uh, of course, they always save Goku for last, so this isn't a surprise. But he's also fighting this badass-looking dude, um, the third brother of the trio of danger. <laughs> uh, and we'll see what happens. Now, I expect it to only last about one episode, just like this one did. They've been really getting to the point in Super. There hasn't been a lot of dragging out of anything. You know, they've been cutting a lot of the shit out and just kind of getting straight to the point. So I think they'll do that. We'll get a couple more episodes of maybe preparation for the Tournament of Power. And then we'll get into the heart of the Tournament of Power. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's pretty much where the, the episode ends. We've got Goku and the other dude, the other brother, I don't know his name yet, uh, just kind of staring each other down. And, and that'll be that. And that episode should be up right now. <laughs> so as soon as I'm done recording this i'm probably just going to go in there and watch the next episode now i won't get a chance to record it until maybe like i said monday or tuesday maybe even wednesday at the latest um because well i just have a life and a lot of shit to do uh, but with that being said we're going to switch over to our email segment uh, once again it's called what are you saying uh, if you have any questions comments concerns about anything feel free to send me an email at rock the dragon podcast at gmail.com the first email I have here is from Jesus. Jesus, what's up? Uh, always good to hear from you. Uh, it says here, Jesus writes, episode 80. Hey, Tom, how are you doing? Jesus, I'm going to assume that that's just a typo. <laughs> okay. I'm going to assume that that's a typo because my, my name is Tim. <laughs> but I'm sure you know that, right? T-I-M. Uh, so, yeah, Jesus writes, hey, Tom, how you doing? Hope you have a blast on your travels. Glad that you're still keeping up with the episodes. I'm just sending you this email to ask you, what do you think of the call back to Dragon Ball Z in this episode when Whis revealed that transforming into a Super Saiyan spread the poison faster? They kind of did this to say, hey, remember when Goku first fought the androids? He got hit with the heart virus and went Super Saiyan, but it spread the virus faster. Continue doing the podcast. Love hearing your opinion and enjoying listening to your reactions of the episodes. Jesus, thank you so much. It's always good to hear from you. And I'm just kind of messing with you about the name thing. I'm going to, but I'm going to assume that that was a typo. <laughs> okay. If not, by all means, I uh, just want to remind everyone that my name's Tim. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jesus, always glad to hear from you. Let's see here. Yeah. I had a good time on my travels. Um, yeah. Yeah. We talked about that a little bit earlier. Of course, there was a moment. And I mentioned that that was something that had happened before. Uh, it's something that's well established in the universe that if you're poisoned and then you power up, it's only going to spread the poison faster. And yes, that did happen way back when Goku had the heart virus and androids 19 and 20 showed up. And I remember it. They were like downtown city 
and Goku powered up and it, it made his heart virus just kind of, you know, it just kind of sped up the spread of it. And that's when he kind of, you know, just was out of it and etc. Uh, I didn't see it as much of being a callback as just being like, this is something that happens in this world. This is something that they've established in this world. So it's happening again. Here's just another example of it. But yeah, definitely think it was cool. Did that happen with, um, didn't it happen with Frost and the Poison Needle too? Or maybe not. Who did Frost use the Poison Needle against? Was it Piccolo? See, now I don't remember. Sorry, I probably should have even brought that up because my memory's bad. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so I kind of, yeah, I kind of touched upon that. Definitely, it's always cool when they establish a rule in the world and then later on they remind us that that rule is still in effect. And they basically did that here. So Jesus, yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for, for listening as always. And I've got one more here from Brent uh, on Facebook. Brent writes, I thought this week's episode was good. If I could change one thing, it'd be Gohan should have been in Piccolo's uniform since he had been training with him in my opinion. I thought that the fight started off clunky with some weird animation, but ended with a cool kamikaze stunt. I'm hoping Gohan gets more time in the actual Tournament of Power coming up. And then you posted this screenshot that you thought was pretty cool of Gohan standing there with the purple skin. And then you also post another screenshot of the two grand Zenos that says, I feel like the Zenos represent the little child inside of us that is always super excited to see new Dragon Ball episodes every week. Okay, so let's talk about the first part of your message. Um, okay, so you thought, <laughs> you think Gohan should have been in Piccolo's outfit, uniform? Um, yeah, that could have been cool. And, and I mean, apparently, apparently he had been trained with Piccolo. I remember them talking about it. And I think maybe we saw, I don't know, 10 seconds of it, but we didn't get, it's not like there was a lot of focus on it. So I'm kind of okay with him not wearing Piccolo's uniform. Um, I think they put him in Goku's sort of similar outfit because, well, I don't know. I think the last time we saw Gohan, he was wearing, I mean, the last time he really fought anyone, like in the Boo saga, he was wearing that, right? He was wearing like the orange gi. Um, I think it would have been cool if they just put Gohan in his own outfit honestly <laughs> i mean i think that that thing about wearing like the outfit or the the you know the gi of the person who trained you is kind of cool when you're a kid but i think now that he's an adult he should just wear his own thing and put the symbol of the person that he trained under on there his gi doesn't have any symbols at all on it like unlike goku's you know uh so i don't know I mean, who knows? I don't know if he'll still be wearing this during the Tournament of Power or he'll switch into something else. But I thought it was OK. You know, I, I, I probably would have preferred that they put him back in that sort of dark blue gi that he wore um, sort of during the Great Saiyan Saga. And when he was training for the World Tournament and stuff like that, I would like to see him wear that. But either way, this, this is OK. I'm pretty I'm pretty uh, OK with it. And yeah, the Zenos. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they're. <laughs> That was me, right? I was not as young or as childlike as the Zenos are when I first started watching Dragon Ball Z, but I was still sitting there with my mouth hanging open, open being like, wow, that was fun. That was really fun. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> that was me. And I still do that as a grown ass man now, and I'll do it forever. So absolutely, Zenos do represent, 
the, the, the inner child's inner children that we all have that are excited at watching these episodes, growing up with it, etc. Um, so absolutely. Okay, so I think that about does it, guys. So if you have any questions or comments, concerns about anything, once again, hit me up on Facebook. Uh, man, I got to say, the likes, the, the traffic on the Facebook page has pretty much just died now, no, don't get me wrong. You guys still like comments and posts and, and stuff like that. But I mean, as far as getting new people, getting new likes, they're just they're just kind of stopped. They just reached a stopping point. It's just kind of stopped there. Uh, if you're enjoying the show, like the page. I can't I can't stress how important that is. Just kind of keep me motivated to keep doing this. Um, you know, when you're doing something, you're taking time out of your day and week and et cetera. And most of you guys are great, fantastic about just giving me that feedback that I need that encouragement to keep going. Uh, but as you can see, I've been busy as hell lately. So uh, yeah, if you're enjoying the podcast, by all means, like the page, you know, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, leave me a review on iTunes, right? I haven't gotten a review in a while as well. So I just want to remind you guys that if you're enjoying it, don't be afraid to show it, right? Because it's only going to help this podcast last longer. You know, because right now, hell, I don't know if we'll make it to another 80 episodes. <laughs> I mean, what? Dragon Ball Super had about 160, 61 episodes. That means we're about halfway through the series. OK, so that's another year and a half or so of me doing this podcast until we get to that point. But I need the positive feedback. I need your help. I need the reviews. I need you to share, like, comment, rate, subscribe. Did I just say rate? <laughs> Man, what year is this? They don't do ratings anymore, right? On YouTube and shit. Mm. Anyway, any support you can give, that'd be great. And, and as always, I'm working on other stuff. I'm still working on new things and that big project I said I have coming up. I'm hoping that that will help and that'll get the numbers up and I'll get more subscribers and more likes and et cetera. Uh, but that's that's sort of a big thing that I'm doing. Uh, so, but in the meantime, I need you guys who are listening right now to just keep spreading the word, tell your friends, share it, message boards, groups, Facebook groups, uh, threads, Reddit, wherever you feel like you can do it. If you know of a good place of any people that might enjoy the podcast, please share this with them. Uh, I'd appreciate it. I don't go into groups and message boards and stuff as much because I don't want to be spoiled. Right. But if some of you guys have watch the Japanese version and you already know what's going to happen and you're not really worried about spoilers then by all means please do me a huge favor just drop into one of those groups post a link tell them that you enjoy it tell them that you they should listen etc and then and, and and I appreciate it very much okay so with that being said guys that about does it uh see you guys in a couple days with a return with episode 81 of the podcast so until next time for Rock the Dragon podcast I'm Tim Bridgewater and I will see you next time Oh, 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 oh,